there's nobody like Jesus. <laughs> nobody. Thank the worship team. We thank the media team. We thank the ushers and all that are on staff that makes this happen every Sunday morning. And you all for your offering, your time, your giving. You have not stopped, even though the pandemic. Thank you for trusting God. Because we're really giving to him. Hallelujah. Let us continue on in our series as we are coming to the end of Psalms 27. I, I hope you've been blessed. I hope you have learned about him. We are reading Psalms 27, verse 13 and 14. I'm reading it out of the Amplified. Hallelujah. And it reads as such in our hearing. It says, I would have despaired. Huh. They got, a, they got the classic Amplified. I got the Amplified. So I read out the Amplified, but you read the same. I, if I had not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, then he said, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Give God some praise in the house. The thought that I have is imprint in me to know your character, Lord. I hope as I preach that this will become clear. And, and this is the subtitle, Purposely Looking to Know Him. Are you intentionally, are you purposely looking to know him? Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, move Tracy out the way. Allow me to become an instrument in your hands. Lord, you speak. Lord, you preach. Lord, you make clear. Father, only for your glory. All about your glory. So glorify yourself through this servant, through your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I've always been interested in the animal kingdom. As a kid, I remember that they had at Kroger's or one of the stores these animal books. And I would say, Mom, you got to get me these books. <laughs> I particularly would study the animals that was king of their, of their kingdom, the, the bear, the, the tiger, the lion, the wolves, uh, the eagle. And even now, when documentaries come on about animals, I watch it because now I realize that even in the kingdom, animal kingdom, you see the nature of God. It teaches us, it shows us something. 
I remember not too long ago, about a year ago, two years ago, I, I, I was watching it about zebras and, and I realized that, that, that they, would, they said something very important. They said, when a baby zebra is, is born, that the mother stands in front of that baby in order to imprint her, her stripes in the baby's mind. Because watch this, though a herd may be a thousand zebras, no other baby will feed, no other mother will feed that baby. Its life is dependent on its knowing the unique characteristic of its mother. Show, show me the pictures of the zebras. Let, let me show you. Can, can, can you distinguish one from another? Can you imagine a thousand of these and you got a herd of it and the baby get absent from its mom and in order for it to have its survival, it has to be able to discern who her mom is. Can you show me another picture of zebras if they can? Can, can, can you tell one from the other? Another thing is, zebras is always wild. You can't train a zebra. They're not like horses. They, will, they are aggressive. They will attack you. Show me another picture of zebras. Even though they all look the same, they are unique. I thought about this. And, and then it goes back to the title, and what I see in scripture is this. We must know the character of God. His character must be imprinted so much in us that no matter what the devil throw at us, we know who he is. You must get past what life throws at you. You must get past just getting the benefits. No, God made us to know him, to have an intimate relationship. If all you got is religion, you don't have nothing. Your relationship with God got to be far more than Sunday morning worship. See, Sunday morning worship is a, is a outgrowth of what I've been doing all week. I don't wait till Sunday to praise him. I've been praying, talking to him, walking with him all week long. So when I get here in the house of others' sake, I can barely contain myself because this is an expression of our relationship with him. If this is all you got, when trouble comes, then notice I didn't say, I didn't say, I didn't say, I didn't say if trouble comes. I said, when trouble comes, what you got is not enough to hold you. He has to, you have to spend time enough where God has imprinted into your spirit who he is. That no matter what befalls you, it can't move you off of what you know. You have to purposely be looking for him. 
Listen, not for his promise, not for the fulfillment of what you want, purposely looking at and for him. Let me prove this to scripture. This won't come up, but, but this is, here, here Jesus is walking on the water and the disciples are rowing in the boat and scripture says this in Mark that he would have walked by until they looked up and screamed. They wasn't looking for him. They had no expectation of him. And though he was there, because they wasn't looking for him. Moses, the bush is burning, and the Bible said God didn't say anything until Moses turned towards the bush. And he would have walked by and not paid attention to the sight of God. You know what God said? You don't want me? You pay me no attention? I pay you no attention. I got a question. Are you purposely, intentionally looking for God? Not his blessing, but for him, the person of God, the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He made us that we may know him. Intimate with him. You can grow up in church and miss God. Have the religion, but miss the relationship. You can't get too much of Jesus. You can't know him too much. The more I get to know him, the more I fall in love with him. And I'm just scratching the surface. My brother and sister, God is up to something. David, I know he's at the beginning of this, this 13 year wait. But he says, he says, he says, I will wait. He, he says, I have a confidence, and my confidence is so strong that it can keep me. <laughs> the, the, the Hebrew word for wait, wait, wait means bind together, perhaps by twisting. It's to collect. It is to expect. Let's go back to our chord. <laughs> I don't know how many chords are twisted together, but with each chord, it makes this one chord stronger. Your faith is one chord. Your, your, your prayer time is one chord. What God has taught you, about, listen, not information, but knowing. Uh, illumination, revelation from his word and from him walking with you and you walking with him. There's some things that you know. And there ought to be some things that you, you ought to know that you say. You can't hope that you say. You ought to know that the Lord came into your life. You ought to know that God, nobody has brought you but God. You, you ought to know that God's been good to you. You ought to know that God is the only one that has kept you up to now. 
You ought to know that God's been walking with you all the days of your life. You ought to know that you never would have made it if it had not been for the Lord on your side. You ought to know. And no matter what the devil throws at you, she'll be able to move you. As, 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 as Pastor Lynn eloquently preached out of Job, I want to touch uh, a little bit about Job and his friends. His, his friends had a wrong belief system, which made them see God wrongly. They believed that Job must have been the worst sinner alive because of the trouble he was in. But the truth of the matter is, God knew he could trust testing Job. He knew that Job, knowing his character, it was so imprinted in Job that he could allow the devil to do his work and Job wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> can, can, can I ask you a question? Can God trust you with trouble? Can, can God trust you with being tested to the max? And at the end of the day, you still will stand flat-footed and say, Lord, I still believe. That's what David is doing. He said, he said I, I believe to see. The goodness of the Lord. Notice what he said. I'm not believe to see the promise. I believe to see his character because I know God is good. Even in my trouble, God's still good. My trouble's not good, but God is good in the midst of my trouble. I got a question. Have you ever been in trouble? And God showed up and showed out, but didn't take you out your trouble, but it encouraged you that God was with you in your trouble. Now, I know, I know, I know, I know. That don't make sense. But won't God do it? <laughs> won't God do it? Won't God, without moving you, without changing anything, He'll show up and say something. He'll show up and do something. That you know that the promise he has given you is going to come true. Because he gives you handfuls of blessing in the waiting. Oh, he's good. In the midst of he's good. Right now he's good. If you know God is good, won't you stop and give him a praise break? Hallelujah! 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 In spite of praise! Hallelujah! Can God have people watch you go through what you go through and still you still see you hold on to your integrity? We don't 
know how weak or strong we are until we are tested. Don't ever brag <laughs> about how strong you think you are. Let God brag on you. Don't open up your mouth and say you all that because the devil will throw some stuff at you. But in the test, in the waiting, he is imprinting who he is in the core of your being. He says in, in, in Job 42, he, told, he, he, said, he said, Job, after he, he kind of corrects Job because Job just talked too much. But then he tells Job, your friends lied on me. What they said about me isn't true. Then he tells your friend, what Job said about me is true. How do you talk when you're going through the storm? What are you saying when you don't like where you are? How do we pray when we don't understand? How do we respond when God's not saying anything? God is listening to every word out of our mouths. And watch this. What you say does matter. He tells Job, I'm not going to forgive them unless Job pray for you. He said, because Job knows. And, and Job, watch Job, watch Job. Job, Job said, through the storm, Job said, what I, now hold on, what he knows about God, the imprint of God's character is so strong on Job that he goes, this, this whole book is about the severity of the test on Job and Job knowing the character of God. That God could brag on Job even to the devil. That's what the whole book is about. God said, I got one person that I know you can do your works. And I know at the end of the month, at the end of whatever, he said, Joe's going to stand up for me because he knows me. He knows my care. He's intimate with me. He has spent time with me. He talks with me. You, you can cloud the scene, but he knows who I am. Our faith has to be beyond what we see in the natural. You got to see him in the spiritual. Lord, help me to see you in the spirit. Help me to know you in my spirit. Help me to be so secure in what I know about you. When I get a bad report, I still trust you. 
when things ain't, got, ain't going my way, I still say I believe. My brother and sister, that's what your Christian walk is really all about. He really is not concerned about you coming to church if you ain't coming to church the right way. He is checking our hearts. This is a heart that God, God is a heart God. Hallelujah. He loves you with all of his heart. And he wants you to love him with all heart. But you can't love him if you don't know him. Oh, let, me, let, me, let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. Psalms 52, 3 and 4 says, What, what time am I afraid? Now, now, some people say you don't be afraid. Yes, you can be afraid. But we have to learn to put fear on the back burner. You can't let your emotions control you. Who said your emotions are, are, are saved? You pull your emotions. You don't trust your emotions and allow your emotions to pull you. What David, look what David says. He says, he says, I will have confidence in and put my trust and reliance in you. What he doing? He's talking to God. He's talking to God. You have to talk the word of God to yourself. In the, in the, in the Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites time, when the time of Jesus in, in the Old Testament, most of the time when they read, read the word, they did not read silently. They read speaking it to themselves out of their mouth. Someone's help us with this. Someone's talk about the eye gates, the ear gate, the mouth gate is the entryway into your heart. The heart, the, your consciousness, your will. So, so instead of reading silently, instead of praying silently, we need to do more opening our mouth to use, to, to, to equip ourselves that we're using the eye gates, the ear gates, and the mouth gate to get it imprinted in us. You know what God is doing? He's standing before us saying, look at me and get me in you. Get who I am. The mother zebra, if, if that baby turns his head, she will move back in front of the mother of the, of the baby. She will turn in the way her baby is looking because that baby's life depends on it being able to identify its mother. Your life depends. Your faith depends. Your Peace depends. Your spiritual maturity depends on you being to define who God is. Even when it doesn't look like it. <laughs> Even when God stands back and not saying nothing. Can, can you rest on what you know? Maybe, let me say it a different way. Do you know enough to rest on it? <laughs> 
know enough to rest on it. And when God ain't saying nothing, when the situation done gone from, from bad to worse, when, when you don't understand, can, can you rest? Do you, do you know enough? Have, have you experienced it? Have, you, have God imprinted in you enough that you can rest on it? Because some of us, if trouble hits hard enough, we gone. I think that sometimes we need to pray, Lord, help my unbelief. I'm struggling. This weight that David says in 14, in the Hebrew, the words that, 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 that it says, to bind together, perhaps to twist, to collect, to expect. Waiting is not waiting inactively, it's waiting actively. <laughs> it's putting faith pressure on God. Before I was saying, it pulls us, but we ought to pull it. Faith pulls. See, when, 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 when God sees that in, through all we go through, God said, you're going to trust me like that? You don't believe in me like that? You know what happened to Job after he went through it? God, God got so happy over Job, he gave him double. I went, I went and checked. I went to see what he had in the beginning and what he had at the end. And he doubled the sheep. He doubled the ox. He gave them new children. He, he doubled everything he had. Because God said, if you're going to make me look good like that, if you're going to praise me in the midst of, if you're going to walk in my glory, he said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to double what you used to have because I can trust you when you had nothing. So when I, I can trust you in the storm, I know I can trust you with the blessing. But my brothers and sisters, God is not our genie. He's our father who's trying to get us to act like him, be like him, that his glory can shine through us. You are created, I am created for his glory, not God for our glory. Satan has made us get confused. Look at, look at, look at, look, look at Psalms 135 and 7. Psalms 135 and 7 out of It's a wait for the Lord. Again, twist together your faith. Twist together what you know about him, his word, the time that you spend with him. Take each core, twist it together, bind it together, because now as a core, it is now strong. Yeah. That you would be able to wait. You know what this means? This, this tells me sometimes, especially in the storm, I need to pull away. You need to pull away and think back how good he's been. 
Think back how faithful he's been. I, I have to spend enough time with him, quiet time, that, that he assures me that I'm his. I have to have a confidence in his word, knowing that God cannot lie. So that in spite of what Satan will throw before me, I, I see God in my spirit. And what I see in my spirit because of me spending time in his word, time in prayer, time in meditation, that I, I, I am sure. Now, don't mean you don't get weak, but when you get weak, you go back and spend more time. You have to know how to do spiritual battle. Let me, let me just, let me throw this out here in case you don't know. Your trouble is spiritual. That manifests itself in the physical. But it's a tilt is to weigh, is to make you quit, is to make you lose your faith, to make you not trust God, to move you out of his peace, to move you out of position. Let me, let me go on, let me go on. He's on 30. Psalms 130. Can I read it up there? Psalm 130. He said, I wait for the Lord. Listen, I expectantly, I just don't wait. Listen, act like he has already done it. You just don't have it yet. Act like he's already done in the spiritual. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, now, now if, if you already believe you got it in the spiritual because God said it, then that means that you ought to start thanking him now. That means you ought to start praising him now. You shouldn't have to wait for you to see it. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, one of the things that, that we're going to talk about next week that, that I'm going to tap in just a little bit because I don't got much time left is if the seed been planted. Hallelujah. And if God said it, if God spoke it to you, then the seed has already been planted in the spirit then what you got to do is water the seed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, the seed would die if you don't water it. Hallelujah. You don't see nothing, but you know you got a seed in you. You need to do the work. Hold on. So since the seed is there, you water it with thanksgiving. You water it with praise. You water it by believing. You water it by spending time with God. You water it by the words you say to him. You water it by spending time with him. I got a question for those that's watching, for those that's in the house. Have God planted some seeds you need to water? You know what David is doing? He's watering the seed. He says, he said, he said, I'm waiting. I'm encouraging myself. Because I know what he said to me is true. I don't understand why I'm running right now. But I'm going to lift up my eyes to the hills for what's coming my help. Because my help, my strength coming from the Lord. I got a made up mind. Don't matter 
if you don't believe. I know what the Lord said to me. Listen, if you got to stand by yourself, you need to stand by yourself. I believe the report of the Lord. The devil going to send chatter. Folks are going to talk. But God's not finished with you yet. If you know God's not finished with you and you're waiting on a promise, you need to stand up and give God some praise. You need to water that seed. You ought to know that God's not finished yet. You got to believe it without seeing it just because he said so. I believe what he says because our God cannot lie. Our God is an awesome God. Haven't you heard? Don't you know? His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. Our God is an awesome God. Somebody ought to praise him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you have done, for what you're going to do. He's up to something. He's up to something. You don't let go of your hope. You don't let nobody talk you out of what you know. You hold on. But what if he don't come as soon as I want Hold on some more. But what if things go for bad or worse? Hold on some more. God specializes in impossible situations. So get him to pray. Give him the thanksgiving and wait and wait. Expect it. Believe it. Thank it. Pray it. Knowing. David is teaching us. He says, I believe to see. His character. His goodness. His love. He's faithful. He's God. And we are behind enemy lines. But he is still for us. And you have to see through the clouds and see his glory. In the waiting, he's changing us. In the waiting, your spirit is growing large. He said, your righteousness, the righteousness that I put on you, will shine on you. I'm marking you. I want God to mark me. <laughs> Do you want God to mark you? But the glory of his presence is all on you. You know what the funny thing is? Other people will see it and you won't see it. Because you got your eyes on him. Purposely, intentionally, looking to him and nobody else.
I got ministry.